gentlemen, I'm back. I wanted to do a quick, uh, or hopefully brief, we'll see how this goes, quick episode on gynocentrism. And in particular, I wanted to talk about how men keep this gynocentrism shit alive. And even in, you know, another convoluted level to it, even quote-unquote initiated men or red pill men uh, keep gynocentrism alive. Now, okay, there was a long pause there, but I was really digging into my thoughts. So, if we want to, if we if we really want to break this shit down, I want to go into the first the, you know, red pill community or any of these other groups or anything like that. You know, typically who you would see jump on the bandwagon of these groups and all that other shit and what these groups mean, who's in these groups. So, you know, the manosphere, the red pill community. I think or offshoots of frustrated MRAs initially frustrated MRAs divorced men um your regular guy who's gone through it I mean you could even lump sexually frustrated men in the end of the into the mold if you will but the reason I I pause on on, on adding those men into the manosphere now they may follow some manosphere content while they're quote-unquote heartbroken from a rejection or two because typically that's what you see a lot of young men go through a couple of breakups or some heartbreak and you, with all due respect to my young lovers out there, young men in the manosphere, unless you're truly ready to embrace the idea that, you know, you, the system, the way things are, it's it's tough. It's tough on a man. And for a lot of you dudes, you don't give a shit about how tough it is on a man. You just kind of want women to conform to how you want them to be. And then once they do that, or you start getting a little bit more ass, like, the, you pretty much a lot of things for men boil down to cost benefit. Now you'll have to excuse the wind. Uh, let me just raise the window. Hold on. All right. But for a lot of guys, this shit's simply cost benefit. So where there may be a steep rejection or a steep, you know, inability, inability to red pill 99% of men is simply because this like for a man, these the in, insane cost of dating and relationships are perfectly, you know, for him, men, most, not even him, most men will pay this shit in full, on time, every time, religiously. Even if it costs them a, a dick. I mean, if you got into a society, if you were like a, a dystopian fantasy sci-fi society, where every time a man got laid, it would cost him a digit, like a thumb, pinky, or a body part, or excruciating pain, or like I don't know. Just make some. Just think of anything ridiculous, like burning his feet or torture or something like that. Sticking sewing needles in his fingertips. Like let's say just to get laid, you had to endure torture because the society had become that gynocentric. Now that's a fantasy, this dystopian, some sci-fi shit. But even in that world, if you were to apply modern men to that that scientific, you know, fake world that I just postulated there. There are men in the modern world who would be willing to pay to endure torture for sex. And men's desire for sex, for all intents and purposes, are one of the main reasons why I, I also hold the manosphere accountable for keeping nanocentrism in place. And there's this old school antiquated viewpoint because 
a lot of men in the metal spirit like undead chronic and uh, church flinging monkey have reviewed that stupid blaze video where uh chad prater or some cowboy dude is sitting around with a bunch of other men and they're talking about how you need to stand up and bow to women and this that and the third and talking about how as if we're these cowboys these old school redneck traditionalists are treating women as if they're still virgins that they're still wholesome loving you know all of these things the, the traditional traditional women do, don't exist they just ride cowboy cocks because i grew up like in a pretty mixed environment where it was like you had half the community the, the white you had the two extremes of each racial demographic where i grew up so all the black people were hood for lack of a better term all the black people were hood and ratchet all the white people were like rednecks want to be rednecks this is the major city in the area so it's like how the fuck are you redneck you know you know what country is around here what country is within a hundred miles of chicago now granted there's some quote-unquote country areas out there in illinois in cook county when you get away from the city i get that but i just didn't understand how we had rednecks in chicago but okay you got them then you had the hood latino community and i mean i don't know maybe the asian community was pretty normal what few of them there were around, but but you pretty much you got where I'm coming from. All the extremes existed. So, given all that growing up, and I don't know what that has to do with anything, but let me just go into it a little bit. When you see people in these men and women, men, particularly men in these communities, they all have this antiquated viewpoint, and that's where I was going. Men, especially older men, have the viewpoint where. A male as a human being shouldn't have a place to be vulnerable to express his feelings because that's where I think that's one of the foundation foundational you know I guess you would say pillars of gynocentrism it's the idea that hey a man is not supposed to be vulnerable when a man get and that's why gynocentrism and these laws I mean there's even a law today where a woman was able to take the embryos from a dude uh, they, you know, basically long story short, I think it was in Arizona or something like that. Wife had cancer. They got some embryos frozen before she did chemo, and he didn't. They got divorced before she got pregnant, and she's able to take the embryos and get pregnant and put them on child support, even though he didn't consent. And when it comes to frozen sperm embryos like that, the man and the woman have to consent. But now, a new law, a new right for women. Yay, more rights for women. Yay, a new right for women is uh. Now they can take your embryos or your frozen sperm. So those of you guys with vasectomies who freeze your sperm, because I think there are, I, I honestly would recommend that for you young men if you are still here and listening. Please do that. That's genius. But legally now, and then all this palimony and common law shit, that actually might be stupid. That actually might lead down a dead end path that you may not want to go. So it's like, can you, you can't freeze your sperm. Like having children may just have to be off the table for a lot of men. And that's just sad, but that's just the reality that we all live in. Like, I don't know. And I bring up Nikola Tesla a lot. Um, I mean, there are many figures in history. Not, I'm not talking about dying virgins or anything like that. Please, don't get me wrong there. But I would point to... There's a myriad of historical figures who never had children or were unable to have children. Um... And they have left the mark on society greater than, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what meaning and purpose does that really have? That our tiny, I hate to go black pill slash scientific, but what is what is the meaning behind, oh, I have to pass my gene? I mean, as somebody who has children, I'm kind of, 
you know, it's ignorant of me to even speak on this because I can't relate to those who may go their entire lives without having children because I've already, I've done it. Do I regret it? No. If you put my brain in my 20-year-old body self, would I get a vasectomy and prevent myself from ever even doing it? Yes. Without 100%, heart beating, no, without one, any ounce of hesitation, I definitely get snipped at 20 and try to find a way to give my life meaning without passing my genes on. Um, at the end of the day, that's not the only thing in life. It's not the most important thing in life. I'm going to raise my window here. Hold up. But, like I said, it's not the be-all, end-all for the ma- a-, a man's existence. Like I said, there are plenty, plenty of people who, who are remembered to this day who didn't pass their genes on. While there are some rant, there are pl- look at the American black community. I have to go back to that because that's my experience. How many bum-ass brothers have passed their genes on? Five and six times, 30 and 40 times. There's some, some of these goons got 30 kids. And in 50 years, you ain't, ain't nobody gonna know who half these goons are. Besides, the, the system is so gynocentric, they're just gonna be known as, you know, deadbeat. They may even put that on their fucking tombstone. But that isn't even what I wanna talk about because at the end of the day, my overarching point when I started off the show was like, look, if we really think about the man of spirit, the, the reason why most men aren't going to be able to identify or relate to the man of spirit is because the man of spirit has uncomfortable truths. It is uncomfortable in a society where you are a man, your body is screaming at you to just desire women, to chase women, to worship women, to do everything for women, to submit to women, to sacrifice for women. Like, in that environment, in, in, in a world where your genetics are even telling you to do that, in a world where you want to do that because you're horny, let's be real, men will try to sell this whole, I'm in love, I want a girlfriend for companionship, blah, 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 blah. If you take sex off the table, those men would not be interested in those women. Just like women, if you take money off the table, even if it's a really hot guy, because I told y'all, women have two different drivers when it comes to men. Looks and money. Uh, but the main thing women want is looks, money, and status. So if the man has the looks and the status, the money not being there is going to be okay for a short term. The man can have no looks, no status, but have money. Yeah, that doesn't all the way satisfy the girl. She'll commit to you. She'll give you reluctant sex, but she'll still seek out like good dick and hot guys on the side. Ultimately, women need a really, really hot guy who has a tremendous amount of money. That's the only surefire way to get one of these young girls to sit the fuck down for 10 minutes. Because I remember dating in my 20s, and like I was like, man, these chicks would just... Literally, it was the cock carousel. I was experiencing the 80-20 rule and women riding the quote-unquote cock carousel, and I just couldn't, like, other than what I just called it, the cock carousel and the 80-20 rule, other than that, I had no way to define what the fuck was going on. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, why are these bitches so, like, loose? And whatever, they could do him, right? I've never criticized women for that. I'm like, if they want to be hoes, be hoes. I've always advocated, y'all should just be hoes. But at the end of the day, when you're done hoeing at 35, stop trying to fucking go tie down the dudes you didn't like. Because it's, it's hypocritical. It's like this. Imagine if I spent, and let's fuck the whole rating system, nines and tens going after six. And, no, no, fuck the rating system, right? Let's say, what, what, what's a good example of this? Let's say 
I have this job on the table. You have a job on the table. Anybody, right? You have a $50,000 job that you're like, wait, this job is secure. It's there. It may not be exciting. It may not be the money you want, but it's guaranteed. It's secure. It's there. But you are a young, dumb, full of cum idiot or anybody, right? Male or female. But you want the 100K of your job that's unstable. It's not guaranteed. You may be able to work that job for a month or two, but you can never trap the job. You're going after that job. You're going after that 100K job over and over and over and over again. And you just can't seem to hold that job down. So you end up, you know, going from job to job to job to job to job because you want that new, exciting, high-paying job. You can never get that job. Well, you know, in 15 years... You're all of a sudden burnt out. You're no, you're incapable of doing the 100K. You're incapable of meeting the standards of the 100K of your job, right? So, you start shaming the 100K of your job. You know, high, uh, what do you call it? Human resource department's like, a real job would hire me. Even though I'm, I'm past my work, my, you know, capabilities and my, you know, ability to do what you all need me to do has, has faded severely, but a real job would hire me anyway. You would start saying stupid shit like that. And the job who you had before that was 50K guaranteed, it has gotten, it's filled the positions. It's already either filled the positions or it's, it's automated the job, i.e. sex dolls. But that's not, you know, not every man's going to be able to do that. Um, but you know, let's say somehow, some way you were either automated or that job was liquidated and eliminated. And then you would sit there and be like, where are all the real jobs at? Where are all the real jobs at? I need a real job. You, and then the 50 K of your job, you're like, you, you, I, you, I'm entitled to that 50 K of your job because it was guaranteed before. I don't know why you don't give me that job. It's give me that 50 K of your job. I'll take it. You know, that's the equivalent of how the dating market is for, what women are doing and that's what you know we are as the men we're since men women look at us as money anyway ultimately that's what we are okay whatever right uh but this entire idea that a man's perspective or no no, no i'm sorry let me let me get back on it. i'm all over the place please forgive me so the manosphere a lot of men are in that phase where it's like they do, they, they can't become a part of the manosphere. They can't join the manosphere. They can't truly embrace the ideas of the manosphere because it's just too bitter. It's a bitter pill. It's horrifying for a lot of young men to realize that, hey, you know, the idea that you have of women is completely wrong. And don't get me wrong, this happens on both sides. Women's idea of men is fucked up too. Bitches have, and a lot of women end up heartbroken in life for no reason. For their own selfish individual reasons, like you are, in, you get you know, what women do. They'll get in. They'll find the, the guy that they're attracted to, Mister Right Now. It's all about right now. It's all about feelings right now. Flying by the seat of their pants, making decisions off their emotions. Cool, right? They do that. Whatever. That's who they are. But when, well, Mister Right Now may never become what you, what women have fantasized up in their head of what a man is supposed to do and be. And I think it's ignorant and selfish and often uh, hypocritical. You want a man to be something that you're not, just like a lot of men. You want women to be something you're not. If you're not, you know, on your quote-unquote physical appearance, because you want women to keep their physical appearance at, at, you know, at a premium, but you don't work out or you don't take care of your skin, you don't dress nice, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of works both ways. I think that's another portion of the red pill particularly a lot of sexually frustrated men don't get it's like hey as a guy you have to look good 
A lot of men have not been told that, oh, just have a nice personality, you'll get a girl. No, dude, as men, we have to look good. Now, we can't change our genetics. If we got trash genetics, the only thing you can really do is try to work out, keep yourself healthy, all that good shit, right? Keep your body tight. You can do that, but you keep your style fly, you get you some money, you lose, you keep your body fat real low. You got a shot. You do. I mean, you ain't going to be out here with eights, nines, and tens like these internet alphas are going to tell you. These fucking dating coaches are going to lie to you about. But you can date. You can get you some ass. It's not hard to get ass out here. Just lower your fucking standards. I hate to say it like that. But, you know, as men, that's another portion of the red pill. Now, I appreciate the red pill for this. Like, you do have to look good. And do. Just admit it. I would say admit it. And I, I, I'm glad some of these dating coaches do admit it. Like, look, admit that you are only focusing on your health, your fitness, your money, because you want women. Because at the end of the day, if you could remove the, if you had a shot that could just take the sex drive away, most of us would just take a job and live minimalist. Like, let me get to work the least amount of hours that I could work whilst still maintaining a minimalist lifestyle or the minimum lifestyle I need to be happy. Now, for me, that's... 50k, 60k a year. I'd be, min- I'll, I'll stay minimalist year year round. But I will like, I like to ball out. I like, I like to have extravaganzas. Whilst like here, uh, those of you in the black community, you know how black women go out every weekend. Every weekend is turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Me, I like to do four, three, two or three a year, like turn ups. But I want to turn up in fucking Mexico. I want to. I'm a travel junkie. I hate to say it like that. So I'll live shitty. For six months, go ball out in Las Vegas for a weekend and then go back to living minimalist for a few months. That's just me, though. Each individual is different. Y'all may, somebody else may want to live a different lifestyle. Some of y'all may want to do it black woman style and party every weekend and put yourself in debt and live off, fly by the seat of your pants and be emotional 24 7. But let me actually get into this gynocentrism portion. So, Gynocentrism, in a nutshell, is the idea that the only perspective in society that matters is the woman's. The idea that, hey, uh, I, we can I can lie to you about a wage gap. I can lie you lie to you about the amount of rapes that occur in society toward that uh, women suffer. I can lie to you and say the family court is screwing women over, and that that, that the single motherhood epidemic is is caused by men not being you know man enough for women, which is vague because the. What the fuck does that even mean? Man enough. Uh, because I've been in situations where bitches, but you're not man enough because you didn't make, you know, specific amount of money. Or the guy, you know, the next best guy had a two or three inch bigger dick than me. Whatever, cool. Then go with that dude. Don't, but don't sit here and make it like I'm type, I'm inadequate. I'm inadequate to you, but I'm as adequate as, uh, I'm an adequate version of myself. Uh, meaning you are only you have to if you make yourself the best version of you then nothing else matters really sadly not not even sadly that's fine 
Human beings are only going to be the best versions of themselves. And man or male or female, you should accept that person for what they are or let them the fuck go. Don't use them as emotional. Women do this more than men. Let's be real. But men use people as emotional tampons as well. But what we have is a situation where everybody's using people as emotional tampons. And the only people that notice that women are doing it are initiated men in the manosphere who have accepted reality for what it is. And they're not sitting here living in this fantasy world that blue pill men essentially live in. Because there's a lot of blue pill men in the manosphere. But overall, here's why men keep nanocentrism alive. Men, like I've tried to explain before, are some of the biggest pushers of gynocentrism. And like I said, I think I've kind of gone over it in this episode, but I just want to kind of summarize and wrap it up. Um, the mental spirit, it's, it's like extremely shameful that you all would particularly men and men in the mental spirit would keep gynocentrism alive but not only that but keep the, the, the live in this system of gynocentrism gynocentrism is this idea that we're going to sit here and call men incels if they have trouble with women it happens i mean you, you like i mentioned before there's that 80 20 thing going on with women where i mean like i said as an average guy i would date and be out there doing my thing and actually put in an, an honest effort because some dudes don't even put in the honest effort if they if there's some incel out here he doesn't put in the honest effort he doesn't ask women out he doesn't actually date he's not keeping himself in somewhat a decent shape he's not trying you know what i'm saying he doesn't even ask girls out because there are dudes who are like okay yeah you may not be in great shape maybe you're not a good looking dude you make all right money you could dress nice and you don't try or you get rejected a couple of times on a bar and you're like well fuck it that ain't gonna work dude you gotta play them numbers bro i hate to say it like that i ain't on no pua shit but steph curry said shoot or shoot and like I, I, like I used to just, I used to get it in by virtue of just trying, uh, making them approaches. But that's some old PUA shit. I'm really not on that. But it is true. You literally do got to put the fucking work in. And even men who do that may run into some frustrations. Maybe their standards are too high because at the end of the day, these guys are the types that are like, well, I put in the work, I get some ass, but I don't want no four, no five. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. Um, you have to accept your lot in life and sometimes that's just what you are but doesn't mean you can't upgrade from there maybe get yourself in a little bit better shape jump on some TRT, some testosterone or even, I wouldn't say steroids but jump on some type of supplement or hormone uh, and get yourself a little bit better body uh, a little bit better clothes, shit like that there's always something you could do to boost yourself just a little bit and then upgrade the type of chicks you're dealing with but the idea that men that put in that work and are failing, or men that don't put in the work and fail, let's be real, but the idea that these men that are in the uh, quote-unquote 80%, or the bottom of that 80%, if you will, are in sales and all these things, we have to have smoke for them. But then we turn around and, like, if there was a woman who was frustrated and didn't get a lot of, didn't have a tremendous amount of sexual partners, most of the time, let's be real, that's my choice. For a woman that's sexually frustrated, that's choice. Second... It's gynocentric to hold that viewpoint on men and not for women. It's kind of like, it's silly. It's silly, gynocentric, like classical gynocentrism, if you will. Um, But seriously. Excuse me. All right, sorry, y'all. Just to kind of wrap it up. 
men, we are the ones holding this shit up. I think, obviously not. It'll let's be real. Gynocentrism exists on two fronts: men trying to tell men that they have to be hard, they have to live up to this this list of what a man is. That it's not only fluid because it changes from person to person, but woman to woman it changes, man to man it changes. But then you have it's on two sides. So men will have this list like you have to have been laid because like a PUAs and the manosphere dudes they'll move the goalposts on that. They'll be like, well, I've been laid, you know, by. X number of women. Well, it should be X X number of women. Oh, they'll just keep moving. Well, then you let's say the dude goes out in the next ten years. He does that. Well, X X number of women. I've had that much. Well, now you you're an incel. You haven't had sex with X X X number of women. You know what I'm saying? There's those dudes who keep moving the goalposts, so it makes it impossible to become a man under their fucking definition. And then you have women where, let's be 100 percent real. Any type of, if you're a man and you're vulnerable with a woman or vulnerable around a woman or show any signs of weakness, because at the end of the day, men need a place to be vulnerable, weak, share their emotions and feelings because we are human beings too. We don't lead by our emotions. So when we do let them out, it's very powerful. And complaining about the family court, complaining about biased laws, that's not weakness. Women are viewing that as weakness. Man of spirit dudes are trying to dismiss it to, well, you didn't buy the soap. There's loopholes to beat the gynocentric system. If you, you know what I'm saying? This entire thing, gynocentrism, gynocentrism in and of itself, gynocentrism is the reason MGTOW exists. All of that shit is why men are complaining. Men are saying, fuck it. Men are walking away. And I don't blame men for walking away. You have, I, I feel as the as gynocentrism get wor- gets worse and worse, as the laws get worse and worse, it's a natural reaction for men to just say, fuck it. Because I just posted an article on the Facebook page. On the Mind of Flex Facebook page, there was an article that said 98% of women with wealth earn it through divorce or inheritance. And most women aren't out here inheriting money like that. So bitches are out here getting millions through divorce. Now, granted, if you're not a millionaire, you don't have, like I said, and bitches will use that shit as an excuse to fucking sucker you into a marriage too, Roch. Well, you're not a millionaire anyway, so what do I want with that? And I've always told y'all, this is a gynocentric society. Don't think that a woman won't turn 30K into 15K. Don't think a bitch won't turn 20K into 10K. Bitches will want half and even if you had that little measly 30k family courts will come up inside and say well at one point in your life you made 50k so your child support is twice what you make a month how does that even make sense because you're not working up to your potential get a job wage slave deadbeat that society when a man complains about that gynocentrism is another mechanism that's like well fuck him any man that complains about that is a bitch an incel inadequate and that's why people are just saying fuck it. Like I'm about to. But it's Friday morning, y'all. Y'all gotta get 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 this last day done and then go ahead and do your thing. For the weekend. I don't have to work this weekend, so I don't really give a shit. But y'all have a good one. I'm out.